So that's um, the final whistle here at the Etihad Stadium. Um, the United We Stand podcast brought to you on behalf of Betfred. And um, a scoreline, a bizarre scoreline, second half scoreline of Manchester United 3, Manchester City 2. Uh, that's the second half scoreline. Unfortunately, the first half scoreline was, um, was a 0 4 reverse. So the game's ended up 6 3. It's hard to know what to say. There weren't many people in the ground for United's three goals. Um, in the Manchester United end, should I say. And we're on the lower tier of three. It's the worst It's the worst away end, probably, alongside Wolverhampton. Because you're all divided. Ericsson's come over to um, what's left of us here. As has Anthony Marshall. And now the other players are making their way. Um... Casemiro's coming over, Dallas coming over, and to be fair, they're getting a big round of applause. Um, it's hard to know where to start with this game, isn't it? You watched it, you'll know. Just dodging things being thrown. The City fans who have been on the... Um, it's a very narrow wedge, the bottom tier, where we are. And the City fans who have stood on, the, on those... Um, and the barriers have been facing us the entire game. They haven't watched any of the City game. Um, they've just enjoyed it. I guess there's uh, many, many years of, of very big hurt. So um, we're here now just wondering what where to go to next. There are many, many games here in October. And we've got um, a great deal of, of chance to, uh, to, to put it right. There's quite a few United fans uh, goading the, the, the City fans. Um, but there's no real animosity to vanish with you because we were absolutely um, battered, weren't we? You can look at that. Um, and can't say anything else there apart from uh, they played us off the park first half. And there's nothing more to be said. I'm going to try and talk to a few people here. I don't know the United will stand podcast. Yeah, I'm going to say something. What? Well, can we get anything out of that? Uh, we want the second half 3-2, that'll do. But in Sorry. terms of the first half, where do we go from that? What, what, was, what went wrong? Fucking everything. There's not a lot we can do. Is there a lack of belief for these? Nothing, they were just too good. They were just, they were just too good. But still take time, give him time. Give Ten Hag time. I think it, take time. The, play, the, the actual players who came over there all got clapped. It wasn't through a lack of... Bad attitude, it wasn't through a lack of trying, was it? It just no, was. No, just, just one of them days. Okay, they scored early and that was it. Here we go again. We'll go again. We'll go again. First time here, we're not even being kept in here, are we? <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's how bad it is. That just tells you something. <laughs> <laughs> so have a good day. See you later, fella. <sighs> Can we get anything good out of that? Positive was the second half. Um, they showed a little bit more desire. Uh, good goal from Anthony. Um, you know, it could have been embarrassing. Um, we passed it a little bit better. I think we deserved the two, the, the three goals that we had. Um, it's just a shame we capitulated in first half, really. Um, 
but it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because if you look at that first right, we got dicked. Let's yeah. just, just like, like there's no excuses, and we're not going to make up any excuses for it. But a one nil, they're totally on top. But you're still in the game because you can snatch from it. Varane goes down, and he allows play to go around Varane. Yeah. Players chipping it over him, doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. And then they get a corner and score straight from the corner. You know, they didn't it didn't, it we didn't get a run. Of, didn't no. get a run at all, did we? But both no. our fullbacks, Dalit within one one minute thirty four yeah. seconds was Give it? Free uh, uh, yellow card straight away, yeah. and then Malassia the same. First half, two bookings. Yeah. You know, fullbacks. So they're and they're already passing the ball around you, and you they're you know scared to put tackling after that whole game. Yeah. So, and we've also got Varane then, who was clearly injured but wasn't allowed to come back on. I know that's a rule, but. Should we have subbed in them? Because clearly he'd done his ligament, hasn't he? Yeah. He's out for a long time, yeah. isn't he, that lad? Yeah, I know, yeah. A fair play comes into it, really, doesn't it? Yeah. Things, something like that, yeah. really. Yeah. You know, the standards of the game, you know. I just think, yeah. I know it's the rules of the game, but it's wrong in my book. Yeah. But we didn't keep it tight for the you know, first 20 minutes. Keep them at bay, keep them at bay. You know, long enough game went on, but we didn't. No. They just passed it around us. They did. They did. Thanks very much. No worries, mate. We've been here how many times at this? Uh, well, this ground, the main road. It looked at four 0 where it could be the worst of all time, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'd have taken three goals in the second half. It's just a shame they scored another two because yeah. four three wouldn't have been bad, would it? At the no, end it of the wouldn't day. have been bad. Do you think he changed something at half time, or do you think they just took the foot off it? And what went wrong first half? Why? Why? Where were we? That terrible. If you're honest, they're a better team than us. Yeah. Uh, this is the United team finding its feet. Yeah. But I still think at the end of the season, United will be up there. These are a class above. Yeah. 6 3, it's like a Sunday morning game, isn't it, Steve? But the thing was, we competed with Arsenal really well, didn't we? But we're a better team than Arsenal. We were, we were. Yeah. And they look like they're going to be City's major rivals. Yeah, yeah. But we're not as good as these, but I think no. we compete with Arsenal on the day. But um, yeah, City unfortunately for us at the moment are on a different planet. They're formidable at home, aren't they? Yes. I mean, away from home, I don't know if they set up slightly different. And he does always tinker with things, doesn't he, Guardiola, when it comes to Europe, which has been our saving grace that they haven't won a couple of European Cups, really. Yeah, yeah, well, that might, it might be their turn this year. Oh, Who knows? We can just hope. All right, so we've got a really busy October. This actually doesn't matter in the big scheme of things, does it? Because if we'd lost 1 0 here or 6 3 here, it wasn't a game we were expected to win. It wasn't a game we were expected to win, but it's always disappointing losing a derby. Uh, I, I'm realistic to think that, yeah, at, the, at this moment in time, they are a better team than United, but that doesn't always count in a derby. United could have yeah. won, but there you go, it's not to be. But it's a United team on the on the move, yes, I think. Yes, you know, There's uh, some positives, aren't there, in that yeah, team? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Disappointing today, but in the long term, we'll be right. All right, cheers. Tottenham. Yes. Have a safe trip back. Walk home until it. Are you doing the walk back into town now? Uh, not off. Oh, yeah. All right. Take it I'll easy. walk back there. See you later. All right, mate. Yeah. Are you going to tell me what you think about today's game? What I think about today's game? I think that Manchester City are followed by the scruffiest, uh, the, the geekiest, and the, 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 they've got the worst clothes I've ever seen in my life. Did they, they were I've never seen there. so many snide clothes in my life. I swear to God, they all like, been, been dipped in glue and rolled down very new road. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's but, a consolation. Whatever, the game, the game, however, we got beat, we'll never be them. We'll never be them. No, they'll never be us, and they know it. It's just one of them, isn't it? But yeah, it is what it is. Positive side of that. But I was, I was disappointed about the end emptying.
because at Brentford the other week it was 4-0 down at half time yeah. and the end everyone stayed and it was the best one we of the one, yeah, one of the best one of the best second yeah, half yeah, yeah, yeah. atmosphere wise yeah. but we got to see three goals and actually fair play to us for staying really yeah. Yeah. I can't believe let us out now then go for it yes and not win I know yeah <laughs> ridiculous well, well, some, some work to be done there, but it was possible. Yeah, it was. First half. They just were scared. They scared. They were just on it, though, weren't they? Oh, of course, yeah. It's the same goal all the time, though. Yeah. That ball across the box. Yeah. The gay doesn't necessarily come for it. Yeah. And we get caught out. So, all right. we've got to learn from it. Right. See you in a week. Take care. Just walking out onto the road. We're getting. Um, their uh, fans are enjoying. Uh, goading us or baiting us or whatever you want to call it um, there's not a light more I can say United fans are dispersing into uh, into the crowds and there's just nobody left they got yeah, rid sure. of everybody so um, that's really it that's all we can say as a, as a post-match reaction um, I would like to have got more voices on it people don't want to speak uh, there aren't many people here. Um, to the United fans that stayed, well played to them. Um, to those that went, went, fully understand why you couldn't in any way face that. Because uh, it's painful. But can we take positives from that? I think we can. On behalf of United We Stand podcast, I'm Bet Fred. Um, let's enjoy some sunshine this week. And uh, a relaxing mini holiday in Cyprus. So, whilst Steve and the lads were in Manchester at the game, uh, I was in Chicago for various reasons and watched the game in Fado's uh, with the Manchester United Chicago Supporters Club. They became an official supporters club this summer. They regularly have a couple of hundred fans turning up. The game started at 8 o'clock this morning. Fans were queuing up to get in the pub at 730 Alcohol is not allowed to be sold in Illinois until 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. Unfortunate that was the case, especially today, because that game was horrendous, especially the first half, and we're left with Manchester City 6, Manchester United 3. And with a couple of the lads who are part of the Chicago Supporters Club, i just have a little chat with them. It's a very diverse supporters club which is great. You've got people who are lifelong Chicagoans, I think that's correct. Uh, People who've moved to the city, America's third biggest city, uh, from India, from England, from Ireland, from Mexico, and they really looked after me, and everything was great until the game sort of started and Manchester City started scoring goals. So, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, I'm Seth, and I'm from Chicago originally. And you? I'm Sajan. I'm originally from India, but uh, right now, like, I've been in Chicago for the last eight years. What did you make of the game, Seth? Uh, so, going into this game, I, you know, had high hopes. I didn't think we would win, but I thought we would make it a competitive match. And, you know, aside from that Phil Foden first goal, I thought they looked fairly well. I thought that they were controlling, but just one thing after another, and it went from one to three within a snap of a fingers, and I just felt like after that we were discombobulated we were disjointed and disconnected and never really recovered even scoring three goals in the second half yeah for me coming into the game it was mostly like I was just 
talking to my friend yesterday and he was saying that he's feeling a, a like we had the feeling that it would be a similar game from 2018 or 2017 where we were two goals down in the first half and the winner came from Chris Smalling of all the places right so we were all, like we had high hopes that maybe a miracle or something but we can beat this city side but once it started and that first yellow card and the way grealish like was just like going past dalo was like that that's where i i thought we like we we had no answers like on the flanks we had just no answers and they just kept on cutting back bring the ball in i was i was just it was for me it was mostly like me playing a pro fifa player because that happens to me all the time from the flanks they just keep attacking and do a cutback and boom that like my my central backs are just standing there they they just don't know like varan was out of it today and yeah it just seemed that it could have been a little better if he would have shown some fight instead of going 1 2 3 4 down like in the first half shoulders down i played a cricket match yesterday we like we defended 60 runs in 15 overs like till the last over and that's the fight we want to see in in a game of sport just like this right so soccer i was just expecting we could have shown some fight and not got four down and just like shoulders down that we are we are out of it cricket in chicago <laughs> yes it's a uh, it's a big community like you won't even believe uh there are like at least 10 to 15 leagues i have been a part of at least four leagues this season there is ten, like hard tennis ball league there are leather ball all sorts of cricket uh 20 over 30 over we have also started the 100 over here so and you there have is, cricket grounds proper pitches yes proper pitches uh, like not uh, not the not the made pitches but like the cemented pitches with the with the uh, with the carpet on them so like uh, like it's it's a proper cricket field like you have 360 no one coming in there it's booked it's reserved for us it is maintained by the city and all of that so yeah who plays cricket in chicago is it indian expatriate communities is it pakistanis bangladeshis is it english australians south africans so yeah like um, honestly most of the teams in chicago is based out of like either india or from pakistan there are a few uh, like a few from bangladesh as well but i have like i know of two or three teams who are from west indies as well so that's a good community and i have played personally with two more teams one from new zealand it was a new zealand and australian combo and a few folks from england and also from like south africa so it's a mixed it's a mix but most of them are from like india and pakistan tell me about the chicago reds yeah so we were founded a little over uh, 10 years ago by our I don't want to call him former president because he's still a part of the community, Gonzalo. Uh, but he started a family and had to prioritize, you know, little ones over, you know, family here. So to which he passed it on to uh, Aaron Collins, our current president. Um, we are a passionate bunch. We have been uh, coming to Fado's for the past few years and before that, Temple as well. Um, I actually just recently became a member of uh, just close to a year and a half ago. What I would say is that. to differentiate us from most of the fan bases is we love united but we show up through all the elements there're going to be days where it's going to be 70 or 80 degrees and it's going to be a 1 p.m. kickoff and it'll be beautiful beautiful to come and there're going to be other days where it is going to be negative 10 it is going to be snowing you're going to literally have water in your in your in your eyelashes and they're going to freeze from how cold it is and the kickoff is at 6:30 in the morning 
and you can walk into Fado and you'll probably see three or four of us at the bar. And yes, on a Sunday when we don't have drinks as well. So to anybody in the Chicagoland area, to anybody moving here or anybody coming to travel here, there's always a place for you at Fado. There's always a seat for you with MUF Reds. And we just hope to raise our glasses to a, to, to a United win. I spoke to several of you today and a lot of you go over to Manchester now and then. Have you ever been to Manchester? Not Manchester, but back in uh, 2013, I actually did get a chance to backpack through the UK. I went to uh, Cardiff, Wales. I went to Bath, my favorite city, uh, Edinburgh, Scotland. Um, Then I went to uh, Whitby before finishing off in London. Absolutely love my time there. Absolutely love Whitby. Yeah, so... To, to Whitby, Count Dracula. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I learned that story, that the name Dracula came from there. There was, like, a dog who used to oversee the graveyard, this black dog, and they st- said his name was Dracula, as far as the origin stories. I, I love that. I, I love my time there, and I want to go back. We, with being a supporters club, we were invited to uh, a supporters dinner that's going to be in the middle of October. Kind of short notice for us, so I don't know if I'll make it or, or we're going to try to see who can go. But I've already put in my word that the next supporters dinner, whether that is next season or sometime later in the season, I'll be going over to Manchester. Are the direct flights to Manchester from Chicago? There used to be. I'm not sure if there are uh, at the moment. On Friday night here, mm-hmm. uh, New Order who from Manchester, they played in concert in front of eight or 9,000 people. Uh, the Pet Shop Boys, one half of them is from Lancashire was also here and Bernard Sumner the lead singer of New Order he described Chicago as being like Manchester but by the lake and you, you cannot believe how similar the two cities are I, I don't look at them both and think whoa they, they're the same because they're completely different Chicago is far bigger than Manchester mm-hmm. uh, but I can see a similarity in, in attitudes both big immigrant cities mm-hmm. uh, both sports crazy the weather is uh, a talking point for both cities. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the f- I have to imagine the food in Manchester is exceptional because I, I don't think there will... I don't think there's any street corner uh, that you could go in Chicago and not find pizza, tapas, Italian, uh, burgers, good steakhouse. Oh, my God. You need to take the missus to a steakhouse. May I recommend um, either Steak 48, RPM, or... Um, uh, oh, there was one more. I can't think. But Chicago is a city that is known for food, for its sports love. And as far as, you know, Manchester by the lake, I would just say I, I hope that's not true because I hope you guys don't get negative degree weather like we get. It is blistering cold some mornings. <laughs> so this city gave the world house music, which was picked up in Manchester in the Hacienda Club. Yep. And that came out of Chicago and, and Detroit as well. Yep. Um, how popular is, is football here? I mean, like, real football, not that one where you do whatever you do. <laughs> the, the Bears are from here, yeah? Yeah, yeah. You're talking American football, then, yeah. I would say. So, oh, good. So, the Bears are one of the founding franchises of the NFL. They have been here probably since, like, the 1900s. And um, I can't even describe what being a Bears fan is to this city, what that team means to this city. There's actually a um, report out about them moving... That's right, Jeff, manager of Fado. They're actually moving to, uh, to Arlington, potentially, and the, the Cook County, where Chicago is located, is trying to keep them here, and there's such an outcry for it. And Arlington near Washington? Uh, yeah, like uh, Arlington Heights. It's about an hour northwest of oh, the sorry, city. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, uh, see I, I, for you guys like, who are in the U.K. and have your teams in your cities, I don't know if it's a foreign idea, the idea that it's called, like they are called Manchester United, but they play an hour and a half outside of Manchester. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. 
this idea of you can buy a franchise and move it to another city, it absolutely appalls me, I'll be honest. One of the best books I've ever read was a book called The Boys of Summer about the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yep. That, the Brooklyn Dodgers, can be taken out of Brooklyn and transported to Los Angeles, a five-hour flight away, mm-hmm. is ridiculous and offensive to me that the idea that Manchester United could be taken out of Manchester and just moved to, like, I don't know, Liverpool. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Well... Uh, with the uh, ownership that United has with the Glazers and how much we complain about Old Trafford be- not being renovated or not being updated, I am I will not be surprised if they try to pull an American game plan where they go and say, we want to build a new stadium for Old Trafford, but we need the funding, to which Manchester says we're not going to fund it, and then they go, well, we're going to move the team somewhere else. Well, Manchester's the most American thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen, I know it's, it's an issue here, um, doesn't really happen in the UK. Um, no. In Europe, Spanish clubs... There's been a raft of new stadiums or redeveloped stadiums and they have had some public money. And, well, Manchester City Stadium had some public money because it was built for the, <laughs> uh, the 2002 um, Commonwealth Games. You mentioned the Glazers. How do you feel about them being Manchester United's owners? Well, not a super big fan of them. Honestly, like, uh, the, way they, like the way they are managing the club or at least the, the leadership that has been put in place... Like, okay, you don't want to be involved in as much in terms of making decisions, that's fine. But then put a good leadership at the top. And, uh, like, I, I just can't imagine why we keep keep being late into the transfer markets and, like, all those things. And, like, how we cannot make this club go to the next level, right? Like, from, from where we were, we have dropped down. And now we are not able to, like, even compete in any of the, uh, like, Champions League or even for the title. Just just bizarre. Like, how can you make a club? How can you not take care of it when you're the owners? And if you're the owners and you don't care about it, why do you want to keep it, right? Like, what's the, what's the one motivating factor for you? What do you think of the Glazers? So, um, I have so many thoughts that I can't even begin to like speak on them. But I guess if I have to start somewhere, it would be that sports is the one place where a product on the field can be absolutely garbage, and yet the club itself appreciates and grows in value. And the Glazers bought into this club. And by the way, feel free to correct me on any uh, numbers that I might get wrong. I apologize. As just a fan doing my reading, but. If I understand, they bought us in the mid-2000s, put us in $600,000 debt, and then put that, leaned that debt against the club. Essentially meaning that they bought a car and didn't have the money to pay for it up front and said, if we don't pay this money back, then th- that goes against the car. That doesn't go against our credit, which sounds ludicrous. And since then, they have drained the club of... They've spent like you know close to a billion dollars over the past 10 years on players, but they've then also seemed to... you know gut us for money as well. I think they just took out another $130 million in dividends. So while we did spend $100 million plus in the transfer window, we're also taking money out, not giving back to the club. I look at them and I think they are leeching off this club. They don't look at it and value it the way we want it valued or don't want, care to run it that the way that a city or, or an Arsenal or Barcelona like seem to run their club. And I would very much appreciate it if they would get sold. I would very much appreciate it if they would stop doing this to my club. I would love it if they would just take their money and go. I know, you know, such a loss. Take your $4 billion for, you know, the biggest soccer club, the biggest club in the world and go. But that's where I stand. I'd like to thank you both for your time. Uh, I'm going to go now from Chicago uh, to Nicosia in Cyprus, where Manchester United's next game is. 
I'm just finishing off the latest issue of United We Stand, uh, which will go on sale. Well, we might have some copies for the game at Everton next weekend, certainly for the next game at Old Trafford against Amoni and Nicosia. If you haven't subscribed, do so as soon as you can. If you're outside the UK, you'll probably find it's never been cheaper. And that can be for a printed edition, where we'll send you the next 10 editions, lasting almost a year. Or for the digital edition, uh, which is the cheapest way of getting it. But obviously, you don't get anything physical. And we've had loads of support from people who listen to this. So we really appreciate that. Because without that, there will be no United We Stand. Thanks for listening. We'll bring you the next podcast from Cyprus, maybe on Friday. Hopefully, having seen Manchester United get back to winning ways after conceding six in a horrendous Manchester derby.